This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I saw a lady jogging at night, and it's like, damn, girl, you're just asking to get better cardiovascular health. (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and dogs might all be genius scientists, but we never know because they don't have thumbs to write down their brilliant little equations. (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and probably the worst part of being a writer is when you have to do the writing. Mm. (laughs) Yup. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Woo-hoo! We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies. Ladies and ladies. Hey, everyone. It's a podcast. Heard of it? Oh my what? god. <laughs> what? A podcast? Can I just say, I love all of our listeners. They're oh great. Gosh, Every time they like interact with, they're all like doing cool jobs. They're all just great. We love you all. I know. You guys That's are all. You're crushing <laughs> it. You're just out there in, in the world crushing it. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's, one, it's cool to think that we're in your ears as you crush it. I know. Yeah, so we're also crushing it too because yeah. we're there. Fuck exactly. yeah, yeah, crushing it, crunching it. Speaking of being in the ears, has there been any science done on why it feels so good to use a Q-tip? I was thinking about that the other mm. day. Like, are there nerve endings in there? What's going on? I bet there is. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah. Has to be right. Has to be. Why Q-tip? If, I mean, good. I think it's also because it feels a little naughty. Yeah, it's like it's like how dogs can't scratch their own ears, so they like when you do it. Right. But also yeah. I do think it itches. You know, like when you you have like in the back of your throat itches, but it's also your ear. It's like, yeah. it, feels like it feels like there's only very few things you can do that actually scratch that. And that is one of them. Yeah, it feels like a real access point. But you're right. <laughs> it, it feels like oh, like it's just this part of my skin that just like, oh, do you touch me? Like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Ears are filled with nerve endings, and simul- stimulating these via cotton bud uh, use can trigger all sorts of visceral pleasure, oh. as well as what dermatologists refer to as the itch scratch cycle. Oh. When you start, it's difficult to stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we know we're not, I guess we're not supposed to use Q-tips for it, but it's like literally what else are you yeah, using this for? Whatever. You know what? The world's on fire. I'm- Have you guys thought about going and getting your yeah. like ear cleaned? Because that looks insane and gross, but also very... Oh, that is like that. right up my alley. I've done it before. I'll do it again. <laughs> wow. I've heard it sounds like feels like you're like out from underwater afterwards. Oh, yeah, it feels good. It, feel, it feels like your ear is pooping. <laughs> Damn. Is this like, it's like a weird wax thing with like heat that pulls it out. Is that I mean, I've only been to like an ENT that's done it, but yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I assume. I mean, the the ENT uses like some kind of I think water saline kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a mm. whatever for your nose. What is it called? Yeah, you neti know. pot. Yeah, neti pot. Neti pot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I, I love that. that too. That's a good one too. <laughs> when you Watch get like a me. nice big snot chunk that comes like <laughs> out, oh, it feels good. <laughs> Dude, there there's this uh, chiropractor video that will show up in my. Uh, explore page sometimes because I have a deviated septum of they put a tiny balloon up in your uh, nasal cavity and then they use like a little like uh, like a little air thing to blow it up real quick so it expands your cavity and then they pull it out 
And like, it looks like the most satisfying thing ever because I can't breathe out a half of my nose. Whoa, and I don't. You gotta do this. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've thought about it, but I'm also, I, every time the video shows up, I'm like, oh, it looks so good. But also I don't trust, I don't know that I trust anybody to do that shit to my face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like it's a little oh, close to the eye cool. slash brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. That does sound <laughs> really satisfying, though. Yes. <laughs> Every time it happens, people just look. It looks. It looks phenomenal. I'll send. I'll send it to you guys yeah. the next time I see it. Really looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, should we get to our episode of comedy I think we podcast? Should. Yes. I think it's probably time to yes, 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 yes. Uh, um. Do you want to do it? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Our uh, our guest today is amazing. Um, she opened for me when I was up in Seattle in June, and I just loved her comedy so much. Um, she's very funny. You can see her on PBS up in Seattle, too. Um, enjoy our conversation with Monisa Brown. <laughs> and podcast. <laughs> and ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's just jump into hanging out with our guest. She's so funny. We're so excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Monisa Brown. Hey. Hi, what's up? Hello. Hey. <laughs> I'm loving your Barbie vibe. You've got pink headphones, pink tank top. Thank you. I, I've been trying to do like a capsule wardrobe. So I have been buying like everything pink. So then everything mm. matches. Oh, oh my, my god, god. How is, that's that. so smart. Everyone's like do all navy and it's like who wants to do that? Oh. No, no, no. I do pink, <laughs> uh lavender and then like um like a pastel green. Those are like my main colors. Ooh, I love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nice. <laughs> and is your life less stressful now that you have a capsule wardrobe? Yes. I th- it's so satisfying. I just get dressed and then I'm like, "Oh my gosh, everything's perfect. Everything matches." <laughs> I love that. Do you feel like it like um affects the way that you like interact with people in the world? Like uh, I feel like it makes people happy when they see like yeah. like monochromatic or just like one mm-hmm. one of everything. People are like, "Oh my gosh, I love this." I I've also just been I do the same thing for my Animal Crossing game, like my character Aww. on Animal Crossing, Aww. so I'm basically just ca- copying her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the inspo can come from anywhere. You know what exactly. I mean? That Sims, dressing my Sims, it's a yes. <laughs> imperative moment. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I only have a few pink things, but I've been wearing them, you know, a lot this summer, and they all do go together. It's so amazing. Like, you can't really mismatch pinks if they're, like you said, monochrome. It just, like, all mm-hmm. works. I love it. Have you been doing trying to do the capsule thing for a while? I just started like last year. Um, I don't know why. I was just like, everything has to be pink. <laughs> just like, I don't know. Uh, reconnecting with my my inner child. I think that's what it is. <laughs> you were ahead yeah. of the curve on reconnecting with your inner child. I feel like that's <laughs> very on theme this summer. Yes. Yeah, I think it's called like serotonin dressing. or That's not the right word, oh. but it's something like that where it's I, it's a thing where it's like you dress really brightly, you know, like you're yeah. trying to, yeah, I, it's definitely a thing. And I, I do love it. I love like, I love it. I just yeah. love it. I don't know if my favorite colors look good on me or not. Like my favorite colors now are like orange and green. And it's like orange doesn't necessarily look good on me. Green does. You know what I mean? Green I don't looks think really I good on you. Yeah, I think yeah. it like brings out my colors, but orange is like too matchy or something. So it's like I can't, I can't be an orange gal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'd like to see you just lean into a full like. Maybe their oranges aren't bright enough. Maybe you haven't gone, <laughs> you haven't gone full orange. I mean, I guess I'm not looking for it either. Mm-hmm. 
You could also do like burnt orange or like closer to brown. Oh, that's of. true. We got like a fall. Mm, yeah. I do mm-hmm. like an earth tone, earthy mm-hmm. orange. Like a rust. A rust is always Ooh. nice. Yes. I know. <laughs> the the only color named after decay that makes you go, ooh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Love like my decay, <laughs> decay colors. Decay decor. <laughs> decay chic. Yeah, yeah. Decay and why? You know all the decays. Yeah, <laughs> we could launch Donkey that. Kong. No. <laughs> Man, sometimes you'll see a, a a candle description. I was just in Joshua Tree this weekend, and like it'll have like rust or earth or like moss or whatever in it, and you're like. Shut up. That's not, that's not what this is. Like you don't like that? Tea? You don't like no, I, do, stuff? I, I do like it, but then you'll smell the candle and you'll be like, no, this doesn't smell. This doesn't smell. You're just, you're mm-hmm. just saying words that make me feel good to hear. But not it's genuine not. enough for you. You want the real slime. The real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will also s- just like candles have gotten so expensive that I'm just like, you better have a hologram in you or something. I will you're- say, oh, wait, Tess, you were going to order strawberry shortcake candles. Uh, thank you for mentioning it. I was just about to. Um, yeah, I, not only I'm on my second order of those candles. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so price is right introduced into our world. I, this is a free advertisement. They don't pay for advertising. They're not the a show. sponsor. But I got, when I went on the show for, um, last year I was in an episode where they gave a bunch of free shit out to the audience. And one of those things was a gift certificate to this place called Goose Creek. Highly recommend. Best candles ever. They always okay. on sale. Cheap. It's like eight, eight bucks for a huge like three wick candle your whole house the smell factor sean has told me that he can smell it when he's walking home from work (laughs) what (laughs) he's like a little cartoon wolf being led by the smell (laughs) damn they're amazing and you can also really they all tell you the scent you know like the what the Mm -hmm. scent has going on in it and i always like a a fall or like a you know rain type scent they have tons of those Obsessed. They're so good. They're so good. And this special edition one that I'm on my second order of, they did some special ones that are uh, scented like the strawberry shortcake dolls. And they oh, smell exactly like that strawberry is shortcake crazy. dolls. I gave one to my friend wow. for her birthday. She was like, this smells exactly like my childhood. I was like, I know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I love that. See, and the price is right on that. It mm-hmm. just sometimes you see like a candle that's like eighty dollars, and it'll be something that's like this size, and you're like, okay, no, it's crazy. I mean, right. yeah, it, it's Take they're very candles. expensive. Well, that's why. I mean, I, I don't want to pimp these candles out too much, but I'm a, <laughs> I, I've pimp been, away. I have candle fallen, pimp. candle I've madam, fallen for the eighty dollar candle. I'll tell you. I was waiting for this candle shipment to get to my house, and I was candleless for two nights, and it was a difficult two nights. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, God, just the so, smell of a home. Just see, the smell I'm in. I'm in a. I'm like a weird candle hoarder. Where I'm like, I don't want to use them up, so I haven't been using them. So they're just sitting around, not getting used. Oh, girl, the price is right. Just burn, baby, burn. <laughs> Here, pear and hazelnut crepe. Anyone? Yeah, Ooh. I've got a. Damn. They're nice. And um, so my friend who was on Price is Right with me, Robin, mm. she was like, oh, I need to use my thing. And I was like, girl, what are you waiting for? She was like, I couldn't decide. I looked at all the smells and it was too much. <laughs> and so she's just sitting. And it was like $250 with the candle. I got a lot That's of like candles. like a million Whoa. of those candles. Yeah, I got oh. I got a lot. I am, I've got back stock, everyone. Wow. <laughs> 
I still have to watch that episode that we were on. I never watched it. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Big candle so, news. I don't know. Shit. Sorry, everybody. We're, we're really this is like what we're into. Candle corner over here. Monisa thoughts. Yeah. Candles. Any hot takes? Hot I, flaming takes. I used to be very into candles, but my cat uh, hates like scent. She's very smell sensitive, oh, and then she also oh. would just like try and get into the flames. So we, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had she to get pyro. Real. Yeah, so. she's she's a, a maniac. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> I miss them so much. My building, I live my apartment building. It's just like smells like old man cigarette like crotch. It's oh. awful. <laughs> so oh, I just yeah. do air purifier like all the time. That's my my only thing. <laughs> it's I, I yeah. Cats can really I mean, animals in general, but cats can really fuck up your lifestyle because you're yes. like I want house plants. No. You, they got to be far up out of their reach or else you're fucked, you know. The aesthetic, the vibe is really getting fucked up when you got a cat in your life. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, everyone likes around Christmas time when we get the like BuzzFeed articles of the cats being naughty with Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's classic. So classic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I will say like lately because I've got two cats and like, I mean, this isn't obvious as a pet owner, I think, but just like walking into a room and the, and just a cat being in there, you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels so good. <laughs> I just love how they're just in random places all the time. Like mm-hmm. I don't really know to where expect them and they're just like living their little life around me. It's just lovely. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, I was just in the portal and now I'm back." It's good exactly. to see you. <laughs> exactly. They were talking to go- they were talking to ghosts in the corner and now Yes. Yeah. Uh, now- Take a quick tin, check in with you or whatever. Yeah, the little Ouija board that they're doing in the basement or whatever the fuck they're doing. <laughs> craft, craft, light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I'm both because I'm a cat or nothing at all. <laughs> I have no bones. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I love taunting my boyfriend with pictures of kittens that are that need to be adopted. Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah. I want a cat to just come up to me. I like people. People always yeah. find kittens out in like fields and stuff. I want that yeah. so bad. Would you? Yeah, keep the it? cat distribution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to keep it if it comes up to you. I think that's yeah. the rule. You yeah. you got to. Yeah. That's what I want too. Because then it's like there is no avoid. We didn't make the choice. It made the choice yeah. for us, and that's what you need. Mm-hmm. We can't be in a fight. This animal chose us. So. Exactly. Like that's. There's no question <laughs> about it at that point. Yeah. We're just pawns yeah. in the cats game. Oh god, I, I would love for that to happen to me too. I yeah, I might just have to like get a studio apartment for the cat. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and you know that's going to be more than one cat. You're looking at multiple cats in that oh, studio. Yeah. Oh Once yeah. Once you got it, they got to have a friend. You could have an office cat, Tess. You know, I it's certainly oh, something I've thought about, but I did my lease does explicitly say that I can't have animals living here. Oh. But Speaking of office pets, I brought Garth to work with me today, and he's been real naughty. Oh. Uh, is he I, on one? He's, he's a little on chihuahua. One. He's a little chihuahua, oh. yeah. I left him in here while I was at Pilates, came back. He was barking up a storm. Uh, briefly <laughs> briefly went and peed and left him in here just now. Came back. He was really mad at me. Um, so I think everyone – and basically, I'm telling you this because I think it's only a matter of time until I get a note under my door saying I'm not allowed to have dogs here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think when we were, we had a guest on who we were saying, "What would you say to your cats if you could, or your pets if you could say anything?" And they were like, "I'll be back." That's what I would say. I will Aww. return. Yeah. You know, you need to understand that me leaving right now 
it's yeah. not going to last forever. <laughs> yeah. They don't get that. Causes them much anxiety. <laughs> I think if I could say anything to my cat, I would just be like, are you good, bro? Because she's just like <laughs> shouting constantly. I'm like, I don't think anything's wrong. I think you're just mentally just- unwell. <laughs> <laughs> she's just very Aww. vocal. What's yeah. her name? What's her What's her scene? Uh, her name's <laughs> Chloe. She's a calico cat. She's um nine years old. She just oh, Chloe. I'm surprised she's not in here shouting right now. <laughs> welcome anytime. Yeah, yeah more than welcome. <laughs> what's yeah, Chloe's story? Where did, how, have you had her since she was a kitten? <laughs> no, I adopted her last year actually um, from the Humane Society, and I don't know. I should think she had a wild life when she got to the Humane Society. That's when she got fixed. So she got fixed when she was like eight years old. And I'm like, were you hoping to have a family? And now that's taken away from you? Mm. I just (laughs) worry about her. But they said that her previous owner died. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) I just think she's had a traumatic life. Oh, baby girl. Well, I'm glad you got her. Yeah, yeah. I know it's always wild when you get an older pet and you're like, I wish I could like see what. Yes. Oh, I know. I think about yeah. that all the time. Yeah. What's like, did you have on? friends? Where? What yes. garbage were you eating? What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll do like little like TikTok filters on her, and the other cats will appear around her, and I'm like, this must be your family that you left. Or, like, oh. <laughs> um i i do have a suggestion though if you can't if you're like building says that you can't have a pet you could say that they're an emotional support animal and i don't know what state you're could you do that for an office that'd be amazing actually i I mean if i have my office support animal yeah i have to i need my animal to work yeah yeah (laughs) just get a doctor's note that's a good suggestion. I think you should be like, this is my secretary. Get it? Like a little pencil oh. set. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that means buying clothes. A little desk, a yes. typewriter. Yes. yes. Imagine oh. little paws answering a little phone. Yeah. <laughs> be really cute. <laughs> You've got the test box, a switchboard. What are you looking for? <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> I will say, and I'm sorry, uh, whatever. Cats throw up all the time. We get it. But yeah. um, Archie, Archie did a new one the other day. Cause he makes this really weird noise before he does it. He's like, and you're just like, oh boy, it's happening. Oh, no. And then I, I, he ran down to the basement like to do it. And then I was like, Archie. And he ran upstairs and threw up as he ran. So it was like, it was an emergency. It was, but I wasn't running to anywhere. Like he was doing it. And then I think I, I don't know, I distract, I got, I said something while he was doing it and then he started running. So it was like all over the house because he ran. Damn, Archie. All right, that's a new one. Thanks, dude. Good for you. (laughs) He's very much like Adam. Like Adam has, Adam's like very sensitive and has a sensitive stomach. And I'm like a fucking garbage can that can eat anything. And our other cat is like a street rat. So we're on opposite ends. <laughs> you guys have two of each. Yeah, exactly. Perfectly we have- balanced. <laughs> I have to say, like, I'm a bit of a garbage can, too. And, like, I feel like that's something that, like, we really, like, it's such a blessing. It is. It, it is. is such a blessing. And we don't talk enough about being grateful for being a garbage can. And it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah what about you monisa are you how, i'm i'm very jealous i i live my life like i'm a garbage can but i am not okay, uh, okay. It, 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 that's <laughs> tough when you're like i have a desire to live this way and i keep doing it and i regret it Aww. 
I, what sort I, of waste receptacle do you, do you identify with? <laughs> uh, I, I am just like a hardcore compost bin. I'm like, okay, I, you know, know. I ate a, a corn dog this weekend, and I was like, this was this was the worst idea ever. Oh no, <laughs> it wasn't worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the worst because I love a corn dog, and when it's not worth it, damn. yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I. It's so bad. I can eat anything. It doesn't matter. It's. I don't feel it. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like other for like in foreign countries, everyone else is always like shitting out their butt and their nose, and I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, fine. Well, you don't eat meat, so that probably helps. I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, there's only oh. really so much trouble you can get into in the plant based <laughs> world, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way though. It's just, it's hot. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh man, it would be nice if something told me to stop. Right. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Right. And if Rick is the same way, like he's also, he's also a garbage dumpster. Like we were out of town. We're two garbage dumpers in one relationship. (laughs) So we both have to stop and be like, okay, maybe we have salmon for dinner tonight. But then it's like last night we're driving home from the desert. We're like road trip rules apply. So that means fast food dinner. We got back to LA and we were like, man, it's been such a nice day. Let's go get ice cream. And we just like kept, we could, and we can go. We can go and go and go. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you just got to know your limits and I don't have any, uh, unfortunately. I There was like, I don't know if it was My Strange Addiction or something or one of those shows, but there was a woman who is only eats cheesy potatoes. That was oh, literally wow. all day, every day. That was all she ate. And Whoa. so her... Like different varieties of but like like French fries with cheese, baked potato yes, with cheese. Different varieties. Okay. Okay. All, I mean, all, it is a good food. I mean, it's uh, delicious. There's a reason why that's all she's eating. Yeah. Of all the things that you could only eat, yeah. Uh, you getting, know, that's that's up there. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. up there. I but mean, like, you yeah, she'll, jaundice, go, but... she'll go through a drive through <laughs> yeah. and, you know, get it. She'll get it. She'll uh-huh. make it at home. Like, that's all she eats. Mm. And uh, you guys, it's. There's a gif that came from this that is like very famous, but um, she so her part, I she, her partner tries to get her to eat vegetables, but the first thing you cook, what's the worst vegetable you give to somebody as a first vegetable? You think? Peas, uh, the, broccoli. Oh, peas is good. Broccoli, Be- beets, or um, mm. uh, like like boiled Brussels sprouts. Oh, boiled Brussels sprout. That's <gasps> no. that's the, the first, first thing what? he tries to give this woman, and it's like. What are the the no. word, the most disgusting thing you could? This relationship is doomed. <laughs> so there's a gif of her, like I've seen it before. She's just like trying to eat a Brussels sprout. She starts like gagging. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, no shit. Like that's the last thing. And it's like you should have put some broccoli into the cheesy potatoes. That should have yes. been the first yeah. introduction. Oh yeah. my god, then broccoli slowly and separate it. That, yeah. yeah, or like yeah. a cauliflower cheese. Right, like that's like the alternative. Cut, you know. Hide it. Hide or it first. Roast, roast the Brussels. Roast it. Roast yes. it. Roast. Oh my god. god. Yeah, I don't even eat meat, and I know that should have bacon in it. <laughs> yeah. For your first yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. I it's oh, it's so funny. It's just like you're so setting her up for failure here. Just like the smell of a roasted breast. That's or what I Brussels mean. Like sprout. what? I think Ooh. now this is no longer about her strange addiction, and it's about why she's with someone who hasn't bothered getting to know her for three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 
also, it's like, is that your favorite vegetable, bro? Is like well, that what you're right? the table? I like, mean, why is it the choice? Right. I mean, totally. Like Brussels sprouts, if once you get to know them, they're great. But we've all already established roasted is the best. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. I think that this was like from my this was a show kind of old, so Obviously, we've all been roasting veggies forever, but I feel like people didn't realize they could do it until like 15 yes. years ago. Yeah. So I think it was. I mean, I was I was raised with with boiled Brussels sprouts, and I hated them. I thought they were disgusting <gasps> growing up. Yeah, it was like, mm-mm, that's not. I don't like those. The number of vegetables that I realized I liked once I had them done differently is wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think bitter is like a tough. It's a taste yeah. that you kind of have to come on to. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. acquired. Yeah. If you guys had to eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. Hmm. Not, not I w- corn dog. I will say Disneyland corn dog is the first thing. <laughs> 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 Specifically. But I have eaten three of those in one day and did not feel good. So, no. <laughs> Barbara wants to burn bright and fast. <laughs> I mean, that is very true. I mean, my brain, when you said that, thought watermelon, because I'm obsessed with watermelon and I eat tons of it, but that's not nearly nutritious or filling enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go pizza. Just It's like easy. Yeah. You can do different kinds. Mm. You know what I mean? You can get some veggies on there. Mm-hmm. Man, I got, when I was a kid, I got really fooled by the, uh, the, the food pyramid. Me and this kid, oh. and like, in oh, third yeah, grade, me and Victor Blackstone, the way we spent <laughs> our summer, uh, or our, not our summer, our, 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 our lunches and then our recesses, we had a, a fitness club where we bought lunch every day and it was a pepperoni pizza, which had carbs and cheese and vegetables because of the tomato sauce and it had meat on it. And then you got a, a fruit as a side and then you got your fucking milk and that was all your entire pyramid. <laughs> That was it. And we ate that every day for lunch in like third grade. And then we went out and we had these like trees in the recess and we would we would play the floor as lava with the um with the uh with the root systems because that was like <laughs> us like getting our fucking exercise in. We were very into it. Big deal. They Big did deal. the food pyramid did what it was they wanted. Yep. Got us all to eat like shit. Yeah, yep. I'm saying like I feel like it was designed in the bad in bad faith, and then also yes. the tomato being a, fr- a, fr- a vegetable, which is something that like fast I don't know fucking big fast big food pharma got, big got whatever passed at yeah. schools. It's, it's to as count. if we had the tobacco companies draft up a breathing pyramid. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah, for real. Also, for if real. I remember the food pyramid. Like, I feel like we were kids, so we didn't, like, think about the next thing. But isn't it, like, recommended, like, eight or nine servings of bread, seven oh, or six, eight servings of meat? It's like, we all, how many do, how many <laughs> things do we eat every day? Like, there's eight or nine. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember as a child being like, oh, I haven't had six pieces of bread today. I'm not doing it right. <laughs> like, what? Brandy was really following this food I here. know. <laughs> I was Wait, like, I need to look yeah. at it because isn't there isn't there literally a, a albeit a small triangle, but isn't there literally a triangle for cookies? I don't. At the, I, I think the little tip top is like <laughs> I think the dessert and oil, yeah. sugar, nuts. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what are we working with here? Oh, I'm seeing healthy ones. Food pyramid nineties. Yeah, we want Let's the do... we want the OG. Yeah, that old school bullshit. Yeah, here we go. Bottom of the pyramid, uh, bread. Oh, come on, open up so I can see it. You don't want me to see the truth? We got bagel, mm-hmm. spaghetti, bread, oatmeal, mm-hmm. bagel, I mean, taco. Spaghetti. Yes. Yes. Bread, cereal, <laughs> rice, pasta, 6 to 11 serving. 6 to 
just that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, a giant muffin pasta in a day. That's only one, man. That's only muffin is only one. You're not even getting close. Wow. <laughs> veggie three to five, fruit two to four, which is very funny. Um, and then above veggies and fruits, you've got uh, milk, yogurt, cheese two to three, meat, poultry, fish, beans, eggs, and nuts group. That's several groups, I think. Yeah. Two to three, and then the top fats, oils, and sweets used sparingly is all it says. <laughs> Which it's wild to be like sugar and olive oil are the same thing. I know. Thing. That's so. Is there anything more 90s than that? <laughs> it's truly, truly wild. Um, for our younger listeners, go go have a look at the, the horrifying way we were told to eat as children. It's uh, pretty hilarious and oh horrible. God. But the good thing is that I'm totally over it now and, my, and everything is healthy about the way that I consume food and feel about myself. Uh, and that's the garbage can way of life. And that is what we do on this show. That's our food pyramid. It's just a garbage can. Just open the lid, stuff it yeah. in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If the Oscar's not grouching, you're not uh, done. Speaking of garbage can tendencies, can I tell you guys mm-hmm. about this torture I'm living through right now? Oh, boy. Oh. I please. did the grocery shopping on Sunday. Went to Trader Joe's. I think we've discussed recently how good their vegan cookies are. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very good. Um, I'm kind of feeling fun, you know, so I get a thing of cookies. Sean's not home from the airport yet. So while I'm waiting for him, I eat like 75% of the bag of cookies. And I'm like, okay, Mm. yes. Which is a serving. (laughs) Which is. That's a serving. (laughs) Yes. As we've established. Yes. This motherfucker has... So much, so little uh, need for controlling himself with sugar. He comes in the house, goes, "Oh, cookies! How fun!" Doesn't eat one. No, <laughs> lives his life. We have dinner, yada yada. Doesn't even have one for dessert. The next day, I'm home. I'm looking at those cookies. I'm like, it's down to the reserve. Like you gotta <laughs> save the rest for him. But all day long, I'm just looking at them. I can just think they're kind of like salty and chocolatey. And I'm just thinking about <laughs> yeah. them. Finally, right before he gets home from work last night, I can't take it. I have one, which is almost worse than having none because now I have the taste on my tongue. <laughs> last night after dinner, he eats one more cookie. And that's it. And the rest of the cookies are still sitting in my kitchen. And I literally am like hiding out at my office away from those cookies right now. <laughs> you married this man? I know. <laughs> Does he just not have a sweet tooth? Or Yeah, he likes um, fruit. We both like fruit a lot. Mm. So like he likes like a sorbet or like things. He's not as into chocolate as well, I am. Okay, we like fruit. But nature's what are we candy. doing here? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too. I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that you were like, I'm saving him some. And then they're just sitting there staring you in the face. Yeah. Because now they're going to be like, if I go out, they're going to be gone. And then he's going to be like, where yeah. do the cookies go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. The yes. ultimate dilemma. I know. Yeah. That's no good. No. It's I'll end so up good. finishing those cookies. He's not going to finish them. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely to... going to buy some now because I'm. they sound great. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably get some after this too. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be back, everybody. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a second. everybody welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess i'm onisa yay 
don't you don't don't feel like you have to answer these is in any certain way. This is just a jumping off point, but we want to get to know you a little bit better via some business questions. Okay. Business. Business. Please be advised. Questions. Business questions. Are we moving the needle? We've got some business. Pull up a chair. Would you like some water? Business questions. <laughs> okay, Monisa, <laughs> tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, I'm like not ready for this today. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the perfect way I'm like to very begin. Telling. Who am I? <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> Are you okay. having a who am I day? Ooh, Can you as, succinctly describe yourself? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know how to see ourselves from an outside perspective, right? Totally. Uh, let's see. I um. Uh, uh, okay. I who am I? I'm Monisa. I'm an I'm an actor. I'm a stand up comedian. I host commercials breaks <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. I don't know. I'm just a silly, a silly guy here for a fun time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, um, what commercial breaks do you host? What is what is that? I do um, uh, stuff for my local PBS channel or KCTS nine. Cool. So just like little things, like uh, asking for donations and stuff. But, like next week, I have to go in and do commercials for Celtic women, the Celtic, I, I don't know if y'all are familiar with them, the, the like ladies. the dancers, they the sing, concert? yeah, oh, no, singing. they sing, they do like concerts, um, and I guess people in Washington love to watch these concerts, so. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and it was, it was a, a mind fuck for me recent, the first time I did it, because I thought it was Celtic women, like plural, M-E-N, but it's Celtic woman, woman. Oh. Um, oh. Sing, singular. So I was doing like our commercial break and they're like, when you see you keep, keep saying women and I'm like, ah, it's woman. So is it a single, it's a single what? woman? No, singing? it's a group. It's a group of them. Okay. But it's really confusing. Just, so they're saying like we collectively come together. As it's the like it's woman. not yes. the band isn't called the Beatle. Yeah, <laughs> boys to men. Right. Yeah, boy, boy to, to man. man. That's a boy to, <laughs> boy to man is, does not does not chart does not chart. <laughs> okay, that's Monisa. cool though. That sounds fun. Yeah, that does sound fun. I mean, I think it also speaks to your like ability because it's like, oh, here's this person asking for money. Well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, that, I, that's what I thought at first. But recently I found out everybody just loves my co-host. Not to like, not, oh. my co-host is great. He's an amazing guy. He's like so friendly and nice. But I'll like meet people and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I host stuff for KCTS 9. And they're like, oh, I've never seen you. And then I'm like, this is my co-host. And they're like, oh, I love Jay. I see him on TV all the time. Oh, no. And I'm like, we're in the same commercials together. How are you only seeing him? Like, what is <laughs> so rude? happening <laughs> oh my gosh i want you but, to send us a photo of the two of you and then we'll put our logo over his face yes okay, that's perfect. how we'll <laughs> yeah i think this gives you an excuse to just do the weirdest shit you want because it's like yeah. you don't see me now mm -hmm. i i did do a um a yeehaw the other day for women's history there we month, go so i was like yeah. <laughs> i don't know why though it felt appropriate <laughs> was it like a, was that like a performance choice you made Yes. Oh, I, I was that. hoping it wouldn't make it into the final cut, but it did. 
Of course. Oh, they're not. They're not editing much out. I don't think. No. There's a lot. Of, they don't care. There's a lot of time being spent in the editing room. There. They're just like, here it is. No, PBS is like, we haven't gotten a yeehaw in a while. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's spicy for PBS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> okay, Monisa. Tell me your biggest weakness, and what about your biggest strength? Ooh, I would put. I would think that my biggest strength is my ability to make any situation uncomfortable. Mm. And my, weak- <laughs> my weakness is, um, let's see, th- uh, my uh, my body rejects all uh, deodorant. Oh, no. Even even like the stuff that causes Alzheimer's? The what? (laughs) Even the stuff that causes Alzheimer's, like the regular one? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I just used too much deodorant as a teen, and now my body is like, I hate this. So I'm just a natural girl. Um, That's good. It keeps the bad people away, I think. The people who truly (laughs) want to be my friends stay close. Social distancing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll I'll say we we met up in Seattle, and I I got no bad oh, smells off of you. You know the trick Nothing. is to shower before every event. Yes, you know? right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, I'd say that's a life lesson for <laughs> countless people. One I'm trying to learn, but <laughs> I don't. Not that I don't go to things because I don't want to wash my hair, but <laughs> oh well, my hair is a different story. Well, yeah, that's true. That can go. Who knows? Whatever. That's yeah, it's yeah. on its own journey. It's like a weekly <laughs> situation. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading recently because there's a isn't it like like dry shampoo is like. Some of it's not good for you now. Well, some of it, yeah, I think is like causes cancer. Yeah, I read something about that. And I was like, I'm gonna need to look into do this deeper. I have used it since then. Me <laughs> like, too. I, I, yeah, because I'm like, ah, that just shows like how little I want to shower versus have cancer. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> because, like, I'd rather that's... put myself at risk <laughs> yeah. and take a quick rinse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, whatever. Maybe that's our strength and our own strength and weaknesses. <laughs> I also think it's a power move to answer the strength question first. Can I just say I like that I as too. a as like a power move in an that's interview. a strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is a strength in itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me just panicking, mm-hmm. truly. <laughs> <laughs> I love is that it. your biggest weakness? Panicking. Probably. Uh, my pro- <laughs> no, I, I think my biggest weakness is that I, I'm just like overthinking constantly. Oh, I did get yeah. a nice T-shirt the other day that says overthinking. So now people at least know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that like is that. good because I think sometimes I might take something personally from somebody, but I'm like, oh, no, they're just completely in their own like head. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Having, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a full breakdown about like something like completely different. <laughs> about yeah. like the way the barista smiled at me this morning you know <laughs> yeah 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 it's always fun to be like going on with your day and then be like but wait a minute that mm. interaction i had with a stranger five hours ago must yeah. haunt me now right that situation <laughs> where i was trying to be kind i said something maybe not perfectly and they probably hate me now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly that's a hundred percent me okay monisa uh what's something that's not on your resume that we should know about Oh, 
Hmm. I try not to leave too many pauses. I have something new that I'm adding. I'm, uh, I've just became a new type of person. I'm a Renaissance fair girl now. That's not on my resume, but I just feel like that's my new identity. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's talk about this because, so you came to this late in life. That's fascinating. I, I literally went to my first Renaissance fair on Sunday. Yes. Oh my God. So we're, we're recording on a Tuesday. So between Sunday yes. and Tuesday, you became a Renaissance person. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I knew that I would like it, but then when I got there, I was like, Oh, these, unfortunately, these are my people. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love a damn. Tell record. us. So what yeah, was the, I've never been story. to one. So, um, so I, first of all, I just love costumes and like people dressing up and like the creativity Mm -hmm. and commitment that goes in and I love like seeing oh this person's from this thing and you know there was so many different interpretations like there were people dressed up like from video games from like animes and like from from tv shows so I just love seeing all that um and then just like a lot of yelling and need (laughs) which I was like I didn't think I'd be that into it but uh, what was or- the meat? Was it just beer or what was it? Meat? It, I don't know what meat is. Honey wine. Is that what meat is? Oh, so. okay. Yeah. I've that tried sounds, it. That sounds, sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so it's just like sweet alcohol. I don't know. Um, oh, okay. I always, it's, I, since it's so close to meat, I think I assumed it was like a real thick alcohol. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's nice. It's like um, light, uh, mm, sweet. Okay. Um, it sounds yeah, nice. I don't, I don't like it's, to drink beer or anything. So like that, it was just like really delicious. Yeah. Um, al- alcoholic beverage made by fermenting honey mixed with water and sometimes uh, fruit, spices, grains, Ooh, I gotta or try this. Yeah. yeah. on the mead train. It was, you yeah. gotta get, I feel like Trader Joe's might have good mead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this feels feel like, like I'm calling it now. It, it hasn't happened yet. So, like, meat is going to be in all the hip areas. The next seltzer. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> we're about ready to phase out seltzer. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm, I'm ready. Cold dead hands. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Um, yeah, it was just, yeah, just so much shouting. Like, they would have, my. I think one of my favorite things was they would have, like, people come by in, like, manacles, like, all shackled up. Like they're mm-hmm. taking them to the gallows, and we would have to yell shame at them, and it was so <laughs> <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> yeah. Were people just blast. volunteering to get shackled up, or well, they're like actors as part of it. They're, yeah, actors as part of it. I, okay, yeah, it's just, so it's like immersive theater essentially. So yeah, yes, okay, yes, yeah, and then yeah. they have like a big area where they're doing like jousting and like fighting and horse. Yeah, shit. there's so. like fal- falconers. Yeah. And, like, I grew up in a. I'm I'm a Ren Faire kid since since childhood. I've always I've always <laughs> loved them because there's like there's the hired actors, but then there are people that bring their own performance to the fair for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best part. So this is your first Ren Faire. The best the best part of our Ren Faire also is afterwards finding the closest diner and finding people oh. who have been drinking at a Ren Faire all day uh, <laughs> at that diner. That's um, a good call. And that just watching call. them sober up afterwards. That that is a real top tier experience as well. <laughs> uh, w- we went to Taco Bell afterwards to sober oh, up. So. The old Taco Bell, <laughs> Bella authentic experience. Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I, I feel like Ren Fair is one of those things that like it makes sense that you win. You're like, oh, this is my shit because. Yeah. 
I think as I, you just don't know, you like, and you kind of are like, oh, maybe that feels nerdy or something. And it's like, I don't know if I'd be into it. And then you go and you're like, oh, okay, this is me. I'm just, I just have to be free to say like, this is totally my yes. thing. Just let my <laughs> and everybody out. has their titties out, right? No, not too many titties out. You know, oh. it felt pretty, oh. it felt pretty modest. Um, okay. But maybe that's because I was there early in the day. Maybe the titties were coming later. Okay. I did feel like I should have had mine out more. I was, I yes. was kind of disappointed with myself, but there's always yeah. next year. What was your exactly. look? I had a, a corset and then a dress and some elf ears. Ugh. Boom. I had yep. to paint I, my elf ears. I bought them the wrong shade. And then I had to like day of, I was like trying to paint them. And I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> but it was kind of like, a, I feel like it was uh, definitely not as like intense of a, a look as other people, but I was like proud for my first, my first one. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That sounds really fun to. Yeah. That's great. For. You like brought, you like brought it from the gate. You know? Yeah. I love, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah, so. it's fun. There's like lots of also you can buy lots of like silly stuff there. My favorite at the Maryland Ren Fair is there was always this booth that you could buy little like um, goat horns for yourself. Oh, but yeah. The, but the girls working it would always be like, do I make you horny? They just would be doing Austin <laughs> Powers impressions <laughs> all day long. And they would just go up to guys and like be like, what do you think? And it's just like. Equal to opportunity, just like good natured harassment yes. happening around you at right. all time. Yes, <laughs> it's very very fucking. Everybody's silly. everybody's a little horny. Oh, there was like a guy who was supposed to be the king of Spain, and he had a fan that said "Daddy" on it. I love it. Speaking of daddy, Monisa, have you seen the Barbie movie? Yes, I have. Okay, so we've all seen it. The mm. sugar daddy kin that they said yeah. was real. Mm-hmm. Who was that for? Do we think? I don't know. I was looking it up and I was like, this is amazing. It's <laughs> so amazing. Yeah. That it got past all those people. And like it got into production, but like mm-hmm. it wasn't for kids. Right. Like, right. It feels very cokey. It um. feels cokey, and it feels like, I don't know. To me, I think, I feel like, were they trying to do, like, a coded, like, gay right. Barbie to get it, to, like, because they like knew it. that gay guys might want yeah. to buy Barbies? But, like, adult yeah, semen? I think so. I bet that they were, like, collecting Barbies. Like, they saw on their, like, demographics. They were like, oh, we've got a contingent of adult gay men that buy Barbies. We need yes, to make something I bet you specifically for them. I mean, mm-hmm. that's brilliant if that's what they were doing. Kind of like how Subaru was like, oh, lesbians are buying our cars. We'll just be the lesbian car. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm just looking it up. I did not realize that Sugar Daddy Ken came out in, what year do you think it came out? Like it's when we were kids. Later. It looked like from the credits, it looked like, I'm going to guess that it was like, my guess would be like 94. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it's like way older than that, but it's not. Yeah. 2009. No. <laughs> Based on this article. 2009? No. Until oh. Until released the dapper gentleman that is Sugar Daddy Ken in 2009. Okay, then it is for sure just like a joke for. Yeah. As a special edition doll exclusive to the Barbie 50th anniversary line um, and meant to appeal to adult collectors. Oh, okay. 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 Because okay. 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 right. I think a lot of Barbie <laughs> stuff is like. Isn't even geared towards children. They're just like gearing it towards adults who collect dolls. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. 
I mean, but still a hell of a look. God damn, 2009. It's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like, because that's why I thought like, oh, it's something from like the 70s when they were like, oh, we can't like, yeah, here's a male doll, you know. Exactly. Or like, or like they would have her like on a shag carpet. It's like shag Barbie or like just super (laughs) coated, sexy stuff. Like Obama was president when Sugar Daddy Ken was happening yeah. it doesn't feel right it feels like a time loop a simpler time <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny oh my god well man well we learn something new every time oh um history podcast Moni. so we have one more question for you okay oh, yes <clears throat> sell me this pen <clears throat> <laughs> let me grab it Wait, do I have one? Ooh, space work. (laughs) (laughs) Can you sell us this pen? Do you have ideas? Do your ideas (laughs) need to go places, but you don't know how to take them there? The Sharpie, what kind of Sharpie is that? The Sharpie (laughs) pen. That's just a standard. This standard Sharpie pen can take you and your thoughts anywhere they want to be. Sharpie, go places. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I am not it. even buttering you up. That might have been our best pin pitch we've that ever had. That was. That yeah. was incredible. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. Top tier pen pitch. Yeah. Top tier pen pitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the last person we pitched a pen or we had pitches a pen was Alan and he just offered us a weed pipe instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I see I see PBS give. Give the dollars out, mm-hmm. please. Give us the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to buy Sharpies. We'll Seriously. be back in a second, everybody. All right, back. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Monisa. And it's time, lady problems. Give us a phone call, 323-6-BUT-30. Send us an email, ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. I heard you needed lady problems, so here's one. Um, I'm a pretty young manager in a kitchen. I'm 25, and so a lot of the people that I work with and manage are quite a bit older than me, um, you know, 40s or 50s. Um, And this is hard enough to navigate, but lately at work we've been dealing with somebody who just doesn't seem to get what is going on. Um, we've told him that he cannot smoke weed on the job. We all smoke. We all would like to be high all day, but, you know, it's just not working out for <laughs> for what's going on. And um, just in general, you know, I need help dealing with somebody who, quite frankly, is just kind of an idiot. And I say that, you know, knowing that everyone doesn't have an equal chance in life at education and things like that. But how does somebody younger tactfully and respectfully manage people that are 
twice my age. Um, any advice on that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love this like fifty-year-old bro who was like reeking of weed in the office every day. <laughs> well, I think she it's said like, she works at a restaurant, right? Oh, is that what? She, uh, I think she said in a kitchen. I think she said in a kitchen. Oh, okay. Which is not, you know, but Even still, still, different vibes, usually restaurants. Yeah. But yeah. if it's like impacting your work or whatever, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I have never, I have never smoked weed before working at a restaurant. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. All right. The not the not fun answer. This recently happened at my job, and the guy just got fired. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. He just like couldn't. He was just always high at work and like couldn't get his shit together. Yeah. And finally, it yeah. just like came to a head. So. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, if someone's not take, is someone you're actively asked him to not do it, and he's still doing it? There's yeah. not a lot of roads out of that. Um, yeah. The defiance is like hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask him to only smoke CBD. Yeah. There you go. Make the switch, man. Or, or uh, if you live in a state where you can still get menthol cigarettes, maybe that. Yeah. Get a vape. Get a vape. To... Um. I mean, here's the deal: <laughs> you work at a restaurant. Some people are going to be high until they get fired. <laughs> Yeah, and then it'll, I'll just go be high at another restaurant yeah. until I get fired there. And yeah. then 20 years from now, they'll be like, wait, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Maybe this is the turning point that he needs in his life. This this is his rock oh. bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. It is. I mean, it's not, but you could be hard. You could be the beginning of be. the rock bottom. It's, it's nice <laughs> A to girl can that. dream. You could girl- kick it off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, that's really that's really hard. I mean, I haven't I haven't been in this position necessarily where I'm like having to manage people who are a lot older than me, which I think puts you in a really unique like yeah. weird space as a woman, yeah. especially with a guy. There's so many factors here that make it like feel awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like all you can do is do your job, which you sound like you're you know, you're a reasonable person. You get it. But also you yeah. have to be like, dude, you can't do this. So you give him what? Three strikes. I mean, I would just give him the amount. I would say like, look, lay it out. You got yeah. one more chance. If you fuck it up, that's it, man. Like, I don't fired. know what else to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like <laughs> it kind of sucks. But I do think like people in like managerial positions, I think it's also important to like maintain boundaries. Yeah, boundaries like, within a, yeah. yeah. With the yeah. workplace. Like you are when you are a boss of some kind, it's like things can get like very gray and messy if there isn't like like that, that doesn't mean you can't be like friendly with your people but it's like at the end of the day you still need to have like that distance i think to be able to be effective you know and it's like position. don't get i wouldn't get in your head too much about the age difference because i don't know i feel like once yeah. we're adults no. we're all adults like mm. i don't know like I, I i'm just gonna choose a random age but let's say everybody above 24 is the same age yeah yeah you know, I don't know, like, like, like you guys are in this professional situation because you are like, don't undercut your own authority and your own like right. deservingness mm-hmm. to be in that position just because you're a little bit younger than this person. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's like, you can give yourself like, um, yeah, don't undercut yourself. But I think, I think it's good to give yourself the grace of like, you know what? They were raised at a different 
time. So I, <laughs> but that doesn't like take away from like how, you know, what you need to do. But if, if, it's, if they're not respecting you, then it's not about you. It's about like potentially like exactly. some bullshit of theirs. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That it's like, that's what I mean. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, you know, like, like I have a, a one of my really good friends um, works. I, I, she like has like a office, office, office ass job, but she like works with like um, a bunch of older people who like she's she's above a bunch of them. And like the women in the office, like will say like the most like problematic, like weight stuff to her all the time. Oh, yeah. She's like a really she's like a very skinny, like naturally very skinny person. And they're always she'll, they'll watch her eat lunch, and like say shit. And she has to be like. Hey, um, thanks, but you know, yeah, I'm good. We, we don't, don't need, need to, to talk about this. You know, uh-huh. and it's there, and it's very. It feels extremely generational. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll talk to her about it. So it's like, that's you know, it's like that's not her fault by any means, but it is just like a weird like, ah, man, why don't you know this? So I don't know. Maybe that guy go s- scratch all that guy's Cheech and Chong DVDs, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'll like. I feel like, oh. Sp- so, okay, sorry. So, quick know. side note for Cheech and Chong, but mm-hmm. anyone who's unfortunate to still be on tw- the gummies, X, X, aka Twitter, this oh, fucking ad. Cheech and Chong ha- are selling gummy weed gummies, and it is the most annoying. It is in every feed constantly. Every yeah. third tweet oh. is the. Is really? it, is like it's Everything. like this should be us, but you're not a gummy. Like in this Cheech and Chong, so it's like weirdly yeah. old. They're trying to speak to the young kids, but like it's bad marketing, and it is everywhere. They have everywhere. paid so much money yeah. for this. It feels like they're the only advertiser on Twitter right yes. now. It might be. They are carrying Twitter, but it is like incessant. It's so yeah. fucking annoying. Well, and it's also like, sorry, it's but like, you're not going to like stop trying to make fetch happen. Like you're not going <laughs> to reinvent the gummy wheel. We all already know about gummies. Yeah. Right. And it's like, like y'all should have been on this years ago. Why did it take yeah. so? They probably had uh, too much like too much likeness paperwork to go through or some shit. But Jesus, it yeah. is. It is so just, insane. They just didn't take their email for a decade. And they were like, oh, fuck. We, we should have we looked at this. There's a yeah, lot of exactly. opportunities here. There are too oh, many man. gummies. Yeah. Speaking of that, one of my aunts, just uh, speaking of checking your email, she goes, yeah, I didn't want email on my phone. So when I had the guy set it up, I said, don't put it on. So now... I just don't have email on this phone. That's genius. I was like, that's <laughs> brilliant. She yeah, just has an emailless phone. Oh my uh, god. Yeah. What a dream. I know. Love Goals. It. Goals. I know. I know. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I think. I, also, yeah, are I these? Know. Are they? The, I'm sorry. One more thing about the gummies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the what weed isn't legal everywhere. It must be just a targeted i don't know i get honestly i haven't looked at it enough it's just like it is the most annoying ad campaign i've ever seen in my life and it is like yeah nonstop. god bless god bless like they were they were like really from a time when it was like really edgy to just be like pot to be yeah yeah Yeah. they became your whole personality yeah the whole fucking thing and it's like well it's cool if that's your brand man but yeah yeah leave me alone on on this <laughs> shitty ass website <laughs> yeah anyway yeah good luck i don't know this dude yeah he's gonna get fired so yeah, yeah okay here's the deal here's the deal yeah set here's yeah. my here's hold him to the same standard that you would hold literally any other employee i know i joked about being high at my restaurant job which i have done before but i was a waiter 
When mm-hmm. you work in the kitchen, that's different. You're dealing with heavy machinery, knives, shit like that. You can't mm-hmm. have someone fucked up at work. Um, yeah, yeah. Hold him to the exact same standards that you would hold anybody else. And if you need to fire him, don't feel bad about it. You're just doing your job. And yeah. I'm sure you have this in your policy, but make sure someone else is there when you let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Because for sure, you always need yeah. to make sure it's recorded and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's like, He's probably pissing off everybody. If he's pissing off you, he's pissing off everybody else by fucking mm. with their shit, making it harder too. You know? Oh yeah. And then you know, then he can just like deal the weed to everybody else after hours. Yeah, he's got an income source. Yes. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> then you okay. can be friends and smoke together after yeah. he's caught. No, don't do that either. The weird boundary still. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but. You got this. Let us know. Get, get, fire him when he's really high. Yeah. I think that's kind of how gonna, what's going to have to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spoon, <laughs> spoonful of sugar. He, he might forget, though, and come back to work still. Oh, oh God. That's true. Jeez. That's true. I'm having to refire somebody. Like, I fired you yesterday because you were too high. This is so. what I'm saying. Record, have someone else there and record this shit. <laughs> So you can be so like, funny. playback, run the playback. <laughs> <laughs> I used okay, to work at a restaurant with this chef that was just always drunk on the job, and he was really funny, and he was British, and he would say these, like, really, really inappropriate things. And then he got these fake teeth that were, like, bright white, so he would just say these, like, really horrible, mean, crude things to you while you were getting food. And uh, one of the waitresses there was significantly worse than the rest of us. And so she's, like, at the window, like, where's my I, – I had a pasta. Where's that chicken? I think I put in the chicken. And just, like, in the weeds, shitting the bed. And he just goes, poor old cow. <laughs> <laughs> God, With that the would fake teeth rumbling yeah. around. Poor old cow. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like that would send you to college, back to college. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> All right, let's do one more. Okay, right. one more. This one's written in. Uh, here we go. Dear ladies, my husband, who likes animals, is severely allergic to anything with fur. Not runny nose allergic, but full body hives, asthma, can't breathe allergic. The kind of allergy that doesn't respond to allergy injections. He suffered on all kinds of medications to control his asthma and hives for 17 years with our cat who passed away two years ago. My husband almost immediately stopped all his expensive medications and became virtually asthma free unless in the presence of a furry animal. We firmly decided not to get another pet, but I feel a deep emotional void that only a pet could fill. Mm -hmm. We have two children. They're great and all, but I just feel incomplete. We researched the least allergenic cat, paid a ridiculous $2,000, and waited six months for our beautiful new kitten to join us. That pet-shaped void filled, and this kitten was a perfect match for our family. Within two days, husband's asthma returned with a vengeance. We kept our sweet kitty almost two months before it was just too much for the meds to control. I couldn't in good conscience let my husband's health suffer, though he was willing. The breeder graciously rehomed our kitten and refunded our money. It was devastating for the whole family. I don't feel I can discuss my persistent feelings of grief and longing with anyone except my husband because it's, quote, just a pet, and we are so fortunate otherwise. But I know Lady to Lady is a safe place for this discussion. My lady problem is not how do I get rid of my supportive, wonderful husband. It's not how do I still have animals in my life. My lady problem is how do I let go of a significant lifelong desire slash dream? Oh. Oh. My heart. I know. And, um... Man, I think one of my first thoughts would be, 
doing something similar to what Tess does. Tess does a lot of volunteering at shelters mm-hmm. and with rescues. So you could like go in and in person and like, you know, be helping there and then, you know, change or whatever you need. That way you're getting your animal fix away from the house and also helping anim- other animals find homes and stuff like that. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I'm not in this exact same boat, but I can't, I would love, love to have a cat and I can't because of Sean's asthma. Um, Yeah, and in a volunteer situation where you can still be around them, you're like actually like really, really meaningfully impacting their lives. You're getting that quality time. I think that's a really Mm -hmm. good option. Yeah, yeah. And I know you said not how do I solve animals in my life was not the question. That's true. But, and I don't know what kind of person you are. Some people like reptiles and stuff. Some don't. I don't know. I like them all. Like, mm-hmm. if there was some, you know, follow on TikTok, follow people who own different kinds of animals. Because, like, I follow oh, yeah. a lot of people who own, like, who own turtles, who own mm-hmm. fish, who own, you know, iguanas or whatever. And, like, they are, they're awesome pets. And, like, they, you really do connect with them. And you think, like, maybe you, you wouldn't connect with a fish or something, but people do. And so mm-hmm. I do think there are options you can have in your home that w- he won't be allergic to that you can still interact with a pet and, like, have an animal in your home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So follow on TikTok and, like, see which ones you like and be like, oh, I didn't think I was a bird person, but maybe I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Those are great options. I, I feel like... uh I'm on TikTok seeing people with turtles all the time, and I used to think they were gross, but they're pretty cute. Yeah, like I, yeah. I like a lot more animals. Than I th- or at least watching. Obviously, owning one's different than just looking at it, but mm-hmm. I think like you can bond with more than just you know the furry kind. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Now to the harder part of your question: How do you let go of a significant dream that you've always had for your life? I mean. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's so much of of life is like it's so hard getting older and like realizing either things are going to work out specifically the way you want it or like being just sad, be grieving things in your life that you can't change. I think that's mm-hmm. really what it is. Like mm-hmm. I grieve a lot for like loved ones who I can't change their circumstances. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it just sucks. And some days I think you just have to let yourself really feel the grief and mm-hmm. then like the next day you'll probably feel a little better, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like even the fact that you're like identifying this as grief and like feeling like you're at least, or you're writing into us about it. And like, you are talking to your husband about it. So like, I think that's really good that you're going through, you're like letting yourself feel the sadness instead of like pushing it down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we kind of have to let go of like everything always, right? Like anything could be taken from you at any time. Like it's not just the cat, like the whole everything. So, yeah. like, I think more, like, cultivating that sort of detachment from any outcome in your life, especially detachment from, like, things that you can't change. But what you can't, there's so, like, every, like, literally, you know, yeah. we just went through yeah. a global pandemic that none of us saw coming. Like, there's, like, they ever, the whole mm. thing is uncertain. Like, there's going to yeah. be so many things in our life that never come true. So, I think it's, like, to me, what's been most helpful is just sort of, like, cultivating that idea of just sort of letting go in general. Yeah. And I've found at least like for me, I feel like the, if you try to like be like white knuckle onto this moment was good. I'm staying in this moment that gets harder and harder and it hurts more and more too. Mm-hmm. to try to like will the circumstances to to something. Um, and it just doesn't it, it will only hurt ultimately mm-hmm. if you if you don't kind of ride ride the wave of life, man. <laughs> 
Because, like, what are, I'm sure there's a million things in your life that are sort of the inverse of this that, like, Mm -hmm. you are so happy that you have now, but they were never things that you intended. And, like, Mm. that's the whole thing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, there's good surprises and bad surprises. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because it's like, if I think about, like, even just from, like, a, like career perspective or something. It's like podcasting didn't exist when I knew I wanted to be a comedian. It's Mm -hmm. like, I didn't know that this would be like such a massive part of who I am when I was older. And like, you know, I remember being 10 years old and being like, I'm gonna make my first million dollars by the time I'm 25. Like, that's what's going to be. And it was just like, just being very like this, that's the way it's going to be. And then it's like, no, like it's not, life is not the thing that you think it's, you know, it's going to take twists and turns that you don't see coming. And then, you know, you find ways to be, happy along the way. And I think that's like the ultimate lesson for all of us is to be like, Oh, this to not fight it and be like, no, this is actually because we grow as people and we learn who are more and more as time goes on too. And it's just like, Oh, the person that I thought I was when I was like 20 is different than the person I am now at 39. And it's just like, if that 20 year old got everything she wanted, she'd probably be a monster. Um, (laughs) You know? Yeah. I think, too, I don't know, if you're not already seeing a therapist, therapy can always help you deal yep. with, like, that kind of transition in life. And I'm a really big, this feels like a basic answer, but, like, I love journaling. So just, like, I don't know, yeah. write, out, write out all your little sad feelings about it. And hopefully that'll mm-hmm. help you handle that loss a little bit. Yeah, totally. And I think, like, the answer to, like, any loss especially is never to be, like, don't acknowledge it. Like, you know, that only makes things worse. It's like to, to work through it, mm-hmm. you know, is, is, is a lot, you know, and to also like give yourself space continually to still be sad about stuff. You know, it's like, there could be shit that hits you like a decade later that you're like, Oh fuck, I didn't think I was gonna be sad about that today. Uh, but let's give yourself some space and clear. And then you always feel better on the other side of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's tough. But yeah, I think you can definitely, like you said, find ways to get to get some little Oh yeah. Kitty boots. I mean, even beyond volunteering, like yeah, any of my friends who have cats, you know, a lot of them are afraid of me. That's fine. We don't know each other that well yet, but anyone <laughs> saying our friend we're afraid of you. <laughs> all of my friends are afraid of me, so we all have our cross to bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, like, you always have, like, there's houses you can go to that have kitties. Or, like, if you have friends that, like, are, let it be known that, like, you want to be the friend that, like, if someone's going out of town, you'll go hang out with the cats. Like, uh-huh. there's definitely ways to hang out with kitty. I know, but it's not the same as you're having your own kitty. But there yeah. there are ways yeah. to have cats. What if yeah. you start putting food outside at night and then you become <laughs> the mother to... To a bunch of uh, raccoons, which are garbage cats. So. Oh, they are. <laughs> yeah, they're garbage can cats. And then they won't come in your house. They'll just eat food with their little hands through your windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck. I'm sorry. But it's, you know, on the flip side, you have, it sounds like you have a great family. And yeah, you know what I mean? So you you have a you have your a pet in the form of a husband. <laughs> right, yeah. The ultimate pet. I mean, yeah. talk about the grooming you got to do with one of those. <laughs> exactly. Also, tell those kids to step it the fuck up. Come on. Yeah. 
We're replacing, we're replacing a cat here, guys. Come on. Put her on a little play or something. Yeah. Dress up as a cat for Halloween. Get exactly. it together. Exactly. <laughs> Monisa, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. So fun. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can follow you on Instagram and all that fun stuff. Oh, yes. You can follow me on Instagram at Nisa B, N-E-E-S-U-H-B. Sometimes I post little silly videos and things. So, um, And then also on TikTok, uh, I think my TikTok is uh, Auntie Nene, um, N-A-E. <laughs> I, you know, I don't have a, a brand across all of the, a, a solid brand. So uh, yeah, just find me. I'm just being weird on the internet. Yeah, I was looking at like, I don't even, some fucking social media thing I put on my phone that I'd forgotten about. And like, I always write a different bio for all of my things. I was like, oh yeah, I am not, I do not have the same, not the same brand, not the same photo, nothing. Yeah. Just figure it out, everyone. We're just playing. I, 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 I want to keep, keep people guessing, you know, I want to be a mystery. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's a brand, your mystery. It's fine. It's <laughs> good. Um, and if you live anywhere in the Seattle Tacoma area, Monisa is a very, very, very funny comedian. Um, so if you see her in any lineups, go see her. Yeah. That's it. Thanks, yeah. everyone. We'll see you next time. <laughs> we'll see you guys Thanks. next week. Bye bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. I have a, a little fun fact, you know, take it or leave it. Um, but I just listened to the episode called Panic Files, where I just, just the ladies. And Brandy was going on up or describing everything about the Dutchman. And then she mentioned that he was German, but that in general, no one knew why he was called the Dutchman. The word German in German is Deutsch. Um, so that might be where it came from. That's why Amish people are called Pennsylvania Dutch. They're actually German, but, you know, idiot British colonials didn't really get that. German was different from Dutch and the word was Deutsch so they just called them Dutch um, yeah so that could be you know a Californian idiot being like oh you're you're Deutsch you must be a Dutchman um, yeah so I just wanted to share that little fun fact um, enjoy your day and have a great day hi ladies uh, I'm catching up on your episode from April uh, remember the outlet mall and uh, just wanted to add to the discussion about the Alamo and say that nobody loves the Alamo more than Phil Collins himself. Uh, if you go to the Alamo, there's a little, uh, like, diorama scene thing across the hall with lights and a voiceover, and Phil Collins does the voiceover. He, like, owns all this property and stuff, and it's super weird. But I just thought that y'all would uh, like to know that. Uh, love y'all. Have a lovely day. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.